There we go. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our Course in Miracles daily reading conference call. We read from the text of A Course in Miracles original edition, which is published by our dear friends at the Course in Miracles Society. You can access an online copy of the original edition by going to jcim.net, where if you mouse over the link at top for online edition, you'll see the link to read A Course in Miracles OE. On that same drop-down, there's an option to subscribe to have both the daily text reading and the lesson for the day sent to you from the Course in Miracles Society. My name is Lori Cameron. This call is Monday through Friday from 9.15 to about 10.50 a.m. Eastern. And today we are continuing our reading of Chapter 27 with Section 6, The Healing Example. We're also mindful of our lesson today. Hmm. Lesson 291. This is a day of stillness and of peace. And so for an opening this morning, I turn to Helen Schuckman's book, The Gifts of God, for her poem, The Call of Christ. And it goes like this. We have a real relationship, the Christ and I, he shines on me from every face, and every flower brings his grace. I call to him when I forget, and he remembers, and will let me have his thoughts instead of mine. And in his face I see the sign of resurrection and release, of perfect holiness and peace. All that I see in him, I see with equal certainty in me. He lives in our relationship, and so do I. This is a day of stillness and of peace. Isn't that beautiful? Thank you so much, Lauren. Yes, thank you, Lauren. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I love Helen. That was perfect. Yeah. yeah, me too. Me too. All right, my friends, here's our reading list today. We have Lemoyne, Jessica, Donna, Fran, Karen, Yvonne, and Micah. And we're joined in listening this morning by Ida, Robin Marie, and Judy. Has anyone else joined us that would like to say good morning or be on the reading list? Okay, I think that is our merry band. So, away we go. (laughs) In Chapter 27, The Body and the Dream, Section 6, The Healing Example. Paragraph 44. The only way to heal is to be healed. The miracle extends without your help, but you are needed that it can begin. Accept the miracle of healing, and it will go forth because of what it is. It is its nature to extend itself the instant it is born, and it is born the instant it is offered and received. No one can ask another to be healed, but he can let himself be healed, and thus offer the other what he has received. Who can bestow upon another what he does not have? And who can share what he denies himself? The Holy Spirit speaks to you. 
He does not speak to someone else. Yet by your listening, his voice extends because you have accepted what he says. Wayne. All right, chapter 27, The Body and the Dream, section 6, The Healing Example. From 44, the only way to heal is to be healed. The miracle extends without your help, but you are needed that it can begin. Accept the miracle of healing and it will go forth because of what it is. It is its nature to extend itself the instant it is born. And it is born the instant it is offered and received. No one can ask another to be healed, but he can let himself be healed and thus offer the other what he has received. Who can bestow upon another what he does not have? And who can share what he denies himself? The Holy Spirit speaks to you. He does not speak to someone else. Yet by your listening, his voice extends because you have accepted what he says. Health is the witness unto health. As long as it is unattested, it remains without conviction. Only when demonstrated has it been proved and must compel belief. No one is healed through double messages. If you wish only to be healed, you heal. Your single purpose makes this possible. But if you are afraid of healing, then it cannot come through you. The only thing that is required for a healing is a lack of fear. The fearful are not healed and cannot heal. This does not mean the conflict must be gone forever from your mind. For if it were, there'd be no need for healing then. But it does mean, if only for an instant, you love without attack. An instant is sufficient. Miracles wait not on time. Thank you, Lemoyne and Jessica. <clears throat> Thank you, Lori. 45. Health is the witness unto health. As long as it is unattested, it remains without conviction. Only when demonstrated has it been proved and must compel belief. No one is healed through double messages. If you wish only to be healed, you heal. <clears throat> Your single purpose makes this possible. But if you are afraid of healing, then it cannot come through you. The only thing that is required for a healing is a lack of fear. The fearful are not healed and cannot heal. This does not mean the conflict must be gone forever from your mind. For if it were, there'd be no need for healing then. But it does mean, if only for an instant, you love without attack. An instant is sufficient. Miracles wait not on time. 
46, the only instant is the miracle's abiding place. I'm sorry, the holy instant is the miracle's abiding place. From there, each one is born into this world as witness to a state of mind which has transcended conflict and has reached to peace. It carries comfort from the place of peace into the battleground and demonstrates that war has no effects. For all the hurt that war has sought to bring, the broken bodies and the shattered limbs, the screaming dying and the silent dead are gently lifted up and comforted. There is no sadness where a miracle has come to heal. And nothing more than just one instant of your love without attack is necessary that all this occur. In that one instant are you healed. And in that simple inst- in that single instant is all healing done. Thank you, Jessica. And Donna. 46. The holy instant is the miracle's abiding place. From there, each one is born into this world as witness to a state of mind which has transcended conflict and has reached to peace. It carries comfort from the place of peace and to the battleground sorry it from from there each one is born into this world as witness to a state of mind which has transcended conflict and has reached to peace. It carries comfort from the place of peace into the battleground and demonstrates that the war has no effects. For all the hurt that war has sought to bring, the broken bodies and the shattered limbs, the screaming dying and the silent death are gently lifted up and comforted. There is no sadness where a miracle has come to heal, and nothing more than just one instant of your love without attack is necessary that all this occur. In that one instant are you healed, and in that single instant is all healing done. 47. What stands apart from you when you accept the blessing that the holy instant brings? Be not afraid of blessing. For the one who blesses you loves all the world and leaves nothing within the world that could be feared. But if you shrink from blessing, will the world indeed seem fearful? For you have withheld its peace as a condemnation by the one who would have saved it, but stepped back because he was afraid of being healed." The eyes of all the dying bring reproach and suffering whispers. What is there to fear? Consider well its question. It is asked of you on your behalf. A dying world asks only 
that you rest an instant from attack upon yourself, that it be healed. Thank you, Donna. And Fran. 47. What stands apart from you when you accept the blessing that the holy instant brings? Be not afraid of blessing. For the one who blesses you loves all the world and leaves nothing within the world that could be feared. But if you shrink from blessing, will the world indeed seem fearful? For you have withheld its peace and comfort, leaving it to die. Would not a world so bitterly bereft be looked on as a condemnation by the one who could have saved it but stepped back because he was afraid of being healed? The eyes of all the dying bring reproach, and suffering whispers, quote, What is there to fear? Unquote. Consider well its question. It is asked of you on your behalf. A dying world asks only that you rest an instant from attack upon yourself, that it be healed. 48. Come to the holy instant and be healed. For nothing that is there received is left behind when you're returning to the world. And being blessed, you will bring blessing. Life is given you to give the dying world. And suffering eyes no longer will accuse, but shine in thanks to you who blessing gave. The holy instant's radiance will light your eyes and give them sight to see beyond all suffering and see Christ's face instead. Healing replaces suffering. Who looks on one cannot perceive the other, for they cannot both be there. And what you see the world will witness, and will witness too. Thank you, Fran. And Karen? I have... 47, not 48, but I guess you must understand that. Come to the holy instant and be healed. For nothing that is there received is left behind on your returning to the world. And being blessed, you will bring blessing. Life is given you to give the dying world. And suffering eyes no longer will choose. A sign in thanks to you who gave, who blessings gave. The holy instant radiance will light your eyes and give them sight to see beyond all suffering and see the Christ's face instead. Healing replaces suffering. Who looks on one cannot perceive the other, for they cannot both be there. And what you see, the world will witness, and will witness too. Thus is your healing everything the world requires, that it may be healed. It needs one lesson, which has been perfectly learned. And then, when you forget, it will the world remind you gently of what you have taught. No reinforcement will its thanks withhold from you who let yourself be healed that it might live. It will call forth its witnesses to show the face of Christ to you who brought the sight to them by which they witnessed it. The world of accusation is replaced by one 
in which all eyes look lovingly upon the friend who brought them their release. And happily your brother will perceive the many friends he thought were enemies. Thank you, Karen. And Yvonne. Thank you, Laurie. 48, no, 49. Wait, what am I? 49. Yeah, 49, okay. Thus is your healing everything the world requires that it may be healed. It needs one lesson which has perfectly been learned. And then when you forget it, will the world remind you gently of what you have taught. No reinforcement will it no reinforcement will it thanks withhold from you who let yourself be healed that it might live. It will call forth his witnesses to show the face of Christ to you who brought the sight to them by which they witnessed it. The world of accusation is replaced by one in which all eyes look loving, lovingly upon the friend who brought them their release. And happily, your brother will receive the many friends he thought were enemies. Problems are not specific, but they take specific forms. And these specific shapes <laughs> make up the world. And no one understands the nature of this problem. If he did, it would be there no more for him to see. Its very nature is that it is not. And thus, while he perceives it, he cannot perceive it as it is. But healing is apparent in specific instances and generalizes to include them all. This is because they really are the same despite their different forms. All learning aims at transfer, which becomes complete within two situations which are seen as one. For only common elements are there. Yet this can only be attained by one who does not see the differences you see. The total transfer of your learning is not made by you, but that it has been made in spite of all the differences you see convinces you that they could not be real. Thank you. Thank you, Yvonne. And Micah. Okay. Um, 50. Problems are not specific, but they take specific, specific forms. And these specific shapes make up the world. And no one understands the nature of his problem. If he did, it would be there no more for him to see. Its very nature is that it is not. And thus, while he perceives it, he cannot perceive it as it is. But healing is apparent in specific instances and generalizes to include them all. This is because they really are the same despite their different forms. All learning aims at transfer which becomes complete within two situations which are seen as one. 
for only common elements are there. Yet this can only be attained by one who does not see the difference you see, differences you see. The total transfer of your learning is not made by you, but that it has been made in spite of all the differences you see convinces you that they could not be real. 51. Your healing will extend and will be brought into uh, your healing will extend and will be brought to problems that you thought were not your own. And it will also be apparent that your many different problems will be solved as any one of them has been escaped. It cannot be their differences which made this possible. For learning does not jump from situations to their opposites and bring the same results. All healing must proceed in lawful manner in accord with laws which have been properly perceived but never violated. Fear you not the way that you perceive them. You are wrong. But there is one within you who is right. Thank you, Micah. And do we have a new reader for 51 and 52? New reader for 51 and 52? I can read. Thank you, Robin. Mm -hmm. Your healing will extend and will be brought to problems that you thought were not your own. And it will also be apparent that your many different problems will be solved as any one of them has been escaped. It cannot be their differences which made this possible. For learning does not jump from situations to their opposites and bring the same results. All healing must proceed in lawful manner in accord with laws which have been properly perceived but never violated Fear you not the way that you perceive them. You are wrong, but there is one within you who is right. Leave then the transfer of your learning to the one who really understands its laws and who will guarantee that they remain unviolated and unlimited. Your part is merely to apply what he has taught you to yourself and he will do the rest. And thus, the power of your learning will be proved to you by all the many different witnesses it finds. Your brother first among them will be seen, but thousands stand behind him. And beyond each one, there are a thousand more. Each one may seem to have a problem which is different from the rest, yet they are solved together. And their common answer shows the questions could not have been separate. Thank you, Robin Marie. And is there another new reader for 52 and 53? Oh, I'd love to join in, Lori. Thank you. Thanks, Judy. 
receive then, receive then the transfer of your learning to the one who really understands its laws and who will guarantee that they remain unviolated and unlimited. Your part is merely to apply what he has taught you to yourself, and he will do the rest. And it is thus the power of your learning will be proved to you by all the many different witnesses it finds. Your brother first among them will be seen, but thousands stand behind him, and beyond each one of them there are a thousand more. Each one may seem to have a problem that is, that is different from the rest, yet they are solved together, and their common answer shows the questions could not have been separate. Peace be to you, to whom is healing offered. Peace be to you, to whom healing, to whom is healing offered. And you will learn that peace is given you when you accept the healing for yourself. Its total value need not be appraised by you to let you understand that you have benefited from it. What occurred within the instant that love entered in without attack will stay with you forever. Your healing will be one of its effects, as will your brothers. Everywhere you go will you behold its multiplied effects. Yet all the witnesses that you behold will be far less than all there really are. Infinity cannot be understood by merely counting up its separate parts. God thanks you for your healing, for he knows it is a gift of love unto his Son, and therefore it is given unto him. Thank you, Judy. And is there another new reader that would enjoy finishing this morning with paragraph 53? Paragraph 53. Okay, back to you, Lemoyne. Peace be to you to whom is healing offered. And you will learn that peace is given you when you accept the healing for yourself. Its total value need not be appraised by you to let you understand that you have benefited from it. What occurred within the instant which love entered in without attack will stay with you forever. Your healing will be one of its effects, as will your brother's. Everywhere you go, you will behold its multiplied effects. Yet all the witnesses that you behold will be far less than all there really are. Infinity cannot be understood by merely counting up 
its separate parts. God thanks you for your healing, for he knows it is a gift of love unto his Son, and therefore it is given unto him. Thank you, Lemoyne, and thank you for everyone who read this morning from Section 6, The Healing Example. Um, I think to extend a few of these by way of summary uh, from paragraph 44. The only way to heal is to be healed. The miracle extends without your help, but you are needed that it can begin. Accept the miracle of healing, and it will go forth because of what it is. It is its nature to extend itself the instant it is born, and it is born the instant it is offered and received. In paragraph 45, if you wish only to be healed, you heal. Your single purpose makes this possible. This does not mean that conflict must be gone forever from your mind, but it does mean, if only for an instant, you love without attack. An instant is sufficient. Miracles wait not on time. In para 46, the holy instant is the miracle's abiding place. From there, each one is born into this world as witness to a state of mind which has transcended conflict and has reached a peace. And nothing more than just one instant of your love without attack is necessary that all this occur. In that one instant are you healed, and in that single instant is all healing done. In 47, what stands apart from you when you accept the blessing the holy instant brings? Be not afraid of blessing, for the one who blesses you loves all the world and leaves nothing within the world that could be feared. A dying world asks only that you rest an instant from attack upon yourself, that it be healed. In 48, come to the holy instant and be healed. And being blessed, you will bring blessing. The holy instant's radiance will light your eyes and give them sight to see beyond all suffering and see Christ's face instead. Healing replaces suffering. Who looks on one cannot perceive the other, for they cannot both be there. And what you see, the world will witness, and will witness too. In 49, thus is your healing everything the world requires that it may be healed. Skipping down to paragraph 52. Leave then the transfer of your learning to the capital one, capital who really understands its laws and who will guarantee that they remain unviolated and unlimited. Your part is merely to apply what he has taught you to yourself and he will do the rest. And finally in paragraph 53, peace be to you to whom healing is offered and you will learn that peace is given you when you accept healing for yourself. What occurred within the instant which love entered in without attack will stay with you forever. 
Your healing will be one of its effects, as will your brother's. Everywhere you go, you behold its multiplied effects. God thanks you for your healing, for he knows it is a gift of love unto his son, and therefore is it given unto him. Amen. And we have a few minutes before the top of the hour, so the floor is open. Thanks for that, Laurie. That was good. Thank you. Thank you, Laurie. Hi, this is Ida. Good morning. Um, this section reminds me of the question in the back in the manual for teachers. Um, how many teachers of God does it take to save the world? And, of course, the answer is one. And for a long time, when I used to read that or hear that being read, I thought, well, which one of us is it going to be? Um, you know, what well, didn't Jesus do that already? And things like that crossed my mind. But now, when I think of that question and the answer one, I see it a different way. I see it as the one who we really are, as the one son of God. That's what it takes. And when any one of us um, who were born here for that purpose fully accepts the atonement for him or herself, um, in that moment, we all experience the oneness of all of us as the Son of God. And that moment is what saves the world. Thanks. I'm complete. Oh, thank you, Ida. That was very on point. That was yes, great. So in this book, in this story from the Universal Curriculum, it's I and my brother. It isn't go off to a monastery and, and, and sit in a cave and meditate for the next 40 years or for the rest of your life. 
he says that some people have done that, and of course we know that. And they have found their moments of release, but that's not our way. The people that are drawn to this being, I call a being of A Course in Miracles that was fathered by Jesus and mothered by Helen, um, it always comes back to the simple, not necessarily easy, always, but simple practice of healing my brother and I by forgiveness. It's unconditional love. And if we don't feel the love, we start with forgiveness until we feel the love. Thank you. Thank you, Ida. Thank you, 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 Ida. I love that fathered by Jesus and mothered by Helen. That was wonderful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was great. Thank you. Well, this is Micah. I, this section just reminds me uh, and brings my awareness to the, the fundamental problem for me is that I'm asleep in, an, in a, a co-creative dream and lost in a, a body identification in a state of separation. And... Um, it's a co-collaborative dream going on, and and uh, and I've forgotten my power. That I it's it's a power of unity. It's a power of united with the Holy Spirit and with the self. Um, but it started to kind of highlight that in this part here, where he said, you know, he's talking about the problems. Um, Let's see, that its very nature, the, the problem of the, the nature of the problem, its very nature is that it is not. This is a, this is a realm of, of uh, well, I'll just say the, the, the word illusion and, uh, or maya. It's, it's consciousness uh, playing out in these effects, illusions of form. Um, and, and the more we move into the holiness of our minds, those forms get holier and holier, and because uh, they're they're reflecting the Christ in in them. But it's no different than um, a mirage on a desert, in a way. It's um, this this it's an amazing phenomenon it doesn't it doesn't subtract from this experience here but all our problems there's only one problem is is that we have forgotten our unity and we have forgotten our holiness that we are a mind that's joined we're a shared consciousness and that, that's that's the problem and that's how it's healed, is to move back into the awareness of, of that shared identity and that Christ consciousness. And let's see what, where, where else i got to highlight. I liked it too in paragraph um, 
hard. I, I changed the paragraph numbers, but it's kind of hard to read a little bit. I think it's 47. Healing replaces suffering. Um, who, who looks on one cannot perceive the other, for they cannot both be there. And it's so true. Like when, when I'm in the state of body identification, there's all kinds of experiences that open up. But when I, when the awareness lifts out of body identification into that shared consciousness, it sees a very different world, and cause and effect are one. And the story written on everything around is is very very different. Love is writing on it, and God is seen in everything. And um, let's see. The other mark I have here, I don't know even if I want to highlight it, but it's uh, in paragraph 52. Uh, yeah, each one may seem to have a problem which is different from the rest, and yet they are solved together. And their common answer shows the question could not have been separate. Anyway, it's a nice section. I'm done. Thanks. That was beautiful, Micah. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you, Micah. Love it. Thank you, Micah. Thank you, Micah. I was thinking, uh, you know, as we feel our cups to overflowing every morning and we want to be able to be fluid conduits of what we are learning um, what what we have in our spirit soul body mind what we have to give to other people so that they can see see that that is their for themselves that it's so amazing that the Holy Spirit can show us what each person is uh, what their emptiness is calling out for that we could give them in a specific way that would give them a holy instant. And that's what this reading brought me to. Thank you. That was just stunning, Robin Marie. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to hear you. And just a, a really perfect segue into our new essay, What is the Real World? And um, top of the hour, where with our thanks, we can turn once again to Fran to lead us in our reflection here this morning. Thank you, Fran. Thank you. Hi, everybody. We are on the second part of the workbook, and we have a new theme, What is the Real World? And the lesson for today is Lesson 291. This is a day of stillness and of peace. I shall read something. What is the real world? The real world 
is a symbol, like the rest of what perception offers. Yet it stands for what is opposite to what you made. Your world is seen through eyes of fear and brings the witnesses of terror to your mind. The real world cannot be perceived except through eyes forgiveness blesses. So they see a world where terror is impossible and witnesses to fear cannot be found. The real world shows a world seen differently, through quiet eyes and with a mind at peace. Nothing but rest is there. There are no cries of pain and sorrow heard, for nothing here remains outside forgiveness. And the sights are gentle. Only happy sights and sounds can reach the mind that has forgiven itself. The real world is a symbol that the dream of sin and guilt is over and God's son no longer sleeps. His waking eyes perceive the sure reflection of his father's love, the certain promise that he is redeemed. The real world signifies the end of time for its perception makes time purposeless. As we look upon a world forgiven, it is he who calls to us and comes to take us home, reminding us of our identity, which our forgiveness has restored to us. Now we'll go to the lesson. Lesson 291. This is a day of stillness and of peace. Christ's vision looks through me today. His sight shows me all things forgiven and at peace and offers the same vision to the world. And I accept this vision in his name, its name, both for myself and for the world as well. What loveliness we look upon today. What holiness we see surrounding us. And it has given us to recognize it is a holiness in which we share. It is the holiness of God himself. This day my mind is quiet to receive the thoughts you offer me. And I accept what comes from you instead of from myself. I do not know the way to you, but you are wholly certain, Father. Lead your son along the quiet path that ends in you. Let my forgiveness be complete and let the memory of you return to me. I'll take a moment and reflect on this. Lesson 291. This is a day of stillness and of peace.
This day, my mind is quiet to receive the thoughts you offer me, and I accept what comes from you instead of from myself. I do not know the way to you, but you are wholly certain. Lesson 291. This is a day of stillness and of peace. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, friend. Yes, thank you, friend. Thank you, guys. Your voice this morning was like a peace transmission, friend. Thank you for that. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Fran. I know you were on the the previous call with Reverend Pam, and I feel kind of like you go on that call to get filled up in a way through the lesson, and then you come to this call and you forgive to us your what you've been filled up with that wisdom. Thanks again. Oh, thank you, Ida. Yes, and quick, Patricia here. I concur, uh, Fran, as you were doing that, I was getting this wonderful uh, shower of, oh, yes, and this is the this is the after call of the after call of what keeps fulfilling us because this stillness and peace that I have been identifying today as an experience of the presence of grace, I realized my schedule is very timed because it, when I hang up today, it will be about 12 hours of some of probably the the most diverse critical uh, issues that are going to be brought to my table from a variety of people I have appointments with one after the other I realized oh look at the day how it's set up that you're speaking of this grace that actually holds peace and stillness and that is what you will bring patricia to every issue every crinkled furrowed brow every hope or every fear all you are here for honey is to bring that still silent peace and no one needs to see it it will be your fabric softener with every breath you take. The fabric softener of the situation in silent peace. We thank you. Thank you, Patricia. That was so lovely. Thank you. Thank you, Patricia. Like Thanks, Patricia. Thank you, Patricia. You know, we're wishing you all the best with all those appointments and everything.
You see, this, I just got to admit it, because it's here and now. Time is only now. And the tickle is, it's not Patricia with anything today. It's the joy of experiencing, and maybe even the fear and the confusion. It's the pleasure of being the love in this story of the day. You don't have to be a person to solve a single thing. I'm telling you the honest truth, and so if I continue, which I will, there'll be a follow-up on what happened today. But it certainly won't have the problem of a person like a Patricia in it. That's the one that sits and listens. Thank you. Thank you, Patricia. So the Holy Spirit is a fabric softener, right? <laughs> Thanks. Well, this is Micah again on the lesson. I just love this line. Uh, I do not know the way to you, but you are wholly certain. And that when that when I came across that earlier this morning, it was um, it, it just relaxed something inside. You know, this I, I guess it's that part that's, that does the spiritual work. And that Eastern saying, the last thing to go is a feeling of somebody doing the spiritual walk. And um, the uh, it, it just relaxed. And, and it reminded me of how I feel that this peace of the Holy Spirit or the higher self, that, that this higher uh, consciousness that knows... And uh, so I turn to these quotes here about the Holy Spirit. And it says, By this refusal to attempt to teach yourself what you do not know, the guide whom God has given you will speak to you. It's kind of the same thing, uh, you know, to admit that we don't know or I don't know. And... And then that sense of, of you know, we're, we're being taken such loving care of, you know. And, uh, and then the rest of that quote is pretty powerful, too. He will take his rightful place in your awareness the instant you abandon it and offer it to him. Imagine abandoning your awareness to the Holy Spirit. What that? How, what a total transformation that is! And then uh, just one more uh, Holy Spirit quote: "You are not bereft of help, and help that knows the answer. Would you be content with little, which is all that you alone can offer yourself, when He who gives you everything will simply offer it to you?" Thank <laughs> you.
we don't have to do very much. Just be open, have our hearts open, love each other. Anyway, I'm done. You might Yeah, we really need to do nothing at all. Um, just thank be, you, Micah. Thanks, Micah. Yes, thank you, Micah, and thank you, Patricia. I think Patricia said it quite well. Um, it doesn't take anything of us personally. It takes um, just acknowledging that we're one in the mind of God and being He's being us through us. And um, but I wanted to um, stick to the stick to the text today because I still need healing and and the um the 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 requirement it says the only requirement for healing is the lack of fear the fearful are not healed and cannot heal um and then it, it goes on to say that in a holy instant when i give up all conflict when i when i'm being still being still and peaceful just for a moment Turn the moment over to to the Holy Spirit um, with an open heart and an open mind, and say, "Take this from me," you know. And um, I want to look at this differently. I want to see this differently. Uh, to love without attack, and an instant is sufficient. The holy instant is the miracle, miracles abiding place. So then I'm born again, I'm born out of the body and the perception, perceptual mind into a transcendental state of mind, the mind of God, the mind of the Holy Spirit, the mind of Christ consciousness. Well, there's no sadness there where miracles come to heal because my mind is in the mind of love. God is love and God's mind is love and the purity of that is, is is that there's only one will. There's got only God's will, and that is to love, to be loving, to be lovable. Um, and that one instant we are healed. In that single instant is all healing done for me and through me, accepting the blessing that it brings. But this question, um, and I think... I've always taken these questions very seriously. I write them out, and I and I contemplate them. And um, this question about fear: um, What is there to fear? Consider well its question. It is asked of you on your behalf. Now, who is the you on whose behalf? What is fear? The question arises. Is the body of only the being in the body can have fear? Because when my mind, when my mind is is joined with the mind of God, it's in perfect love, and there's no fear in perfect love. But when my mind, the source of my thinking, answers this and this and this and this and this. It's something I need to be afraid of. I need to manage it. I need to control it. I need to fix it. I need to change it. 
those anxieties, those concerns, those personal cares, personal, personal, personal cares. Here's where the undoing of the personal, personal me that is afraid becomes undone. And this, so this is a very important point I think the text makes today for us. Consider well as question. It is asked of you on your behalf. What is there to fear? And who is the you that thinks it can or has to be afraid of anything? Live and be in peace. <laughs> I love you all. Thank you, Lori. Moine and Fran, I love your voice, too. Happy to be here. Thank you. I'm complete. Thank you, Judy. Thank, Thank you, Judy. Judy. Thank you, Judy. Thanks, Judy. Just a quick addendum. I always um, ask myself the question on whose behalf is this peace disturbed? <laughs> Whenever I get agitated or irritated, <laughs> something's bothering me. <laughs> on whose behalf is this thought um, disturbing? On whose behalf is, am I disturbing my peace? And it, it's very easy to let it go. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Thank you. Thank you, Judy. You know, um, I try not to watch disturbing things on TV, but I can't totally avoid that. And I'm not the only one who lives here. It's a small apartment. And, um, you know, I saw something recently like that. It wasn't a fictional show, but it was still disturbing. And um, you know what I did? I imagined flowers blooming out of that whole picture, all parts of the picture, a bunch of flowers blooming, and the flowers were like symbols of the Holy Spirit. And uh, that helped, for whatever it's worth. Thanks, I'm complete. Mm, thank you, Ida. Thank you, Ida. Thank you, for that thank you. tool. What would God have me think about this? My real yeah. thoughts that I think with God. Beautiful. Thank you, Ida. Yes, that's Excellent. great, Judy. Thank you. Excellent example of the power of thought, yeah. Thanks, Ida. This is Jessica. Um, um, you know, this is a wonderful section, of course, and um, an invitation to allowing myself to be healed and all of the beautiful ramifications of that. Um, what, you know, uh, he mentions um, an instant of love without attack. And, you know, I'm 
merrily thinking along there, thinking, oh, yeah, I do that. I, I definitely feel like I do that. And then I get to paragraph 47, and at the end he says, a dying world asks only that you rest an instant from attack upon yourself that it be healed. And I thought, oh, <laughs> maybe that's maybe something I'm not so good at. Um, because it's, it's just more natural and easy and <clears throat> obvious to me to love others without attack. Not quite so easy and obvious to refrain from attack upon myself. So, and that's definitely what I've been working on. And, you know, it's that whole amnesia thing where uh, I'm reminded of it and then I forget. And then I'm reminded of it and then I forget. So thank you for this reminder again, Jesus, Holy Spirit, and all of you on the call. Um, I need to... All I need is an in, to, re, to rest an instant from attack upon myself. And today is a day of peace and rest or something like that. <laughs> so hopefully I'll be able to do that. I'm complete. Thank you, Jessica. And that was just perfect. <laughs> Thank you, Jessica. A little reminder. Is a, there's 1,440 minutes in a day. <laughs> we have many opportunities to make ourselves glad. You know, in, in light of your share, Jessica, I wanted to, um, to highlight two things. This is Lori. And um, the first one, um, what, what he's talking about in this entire section is reflected in this miracle principle. It's miracle principle number 45. It's in chapter 1, paragraph 72. The miracle is an expression of an inner awareness of Christ and the acceptance of his atonement. The mind is then in a state of grace and naturally becomes gracious both to the host within, that would be my mind, and the stranger without. By bringing in the stranger, he becomes your brother. And when I look at that quote in light of um, what he says in paragraph, or in chapter 3, under the section called Loss of Certainty, Consider this, what happens to perceptions if there are no judgments and there is nothing but perfect equality? No judgments is what I'm trying to highlight here. Perception becomes impossible. Truth can only be known and all of it is equally true. And knowing any part of it is to know all of it. Only perceptions that's what I see interpretively through what my body's eyes see. Only perception involves partial awareness. Knowledge transcends all the laws which govern perception because partial knowledge is impossible, just like partial atonement is impossible. It is all one and has no separate parts. You who are really one with it, 
need but know yourself know yourself and your knowledge is complete to know God's miracle is to know him and when I consider those two statements um, I understand what he means when he says in that first paragraph the only way to be healed is to heal and the miracle is goes the miracle extends beyond itself of itself but you are needed that it can begin when I accept the truth of me I am accepting the atonement for myself mind has forgiven itself in the same way that he talks about in what is the real world at the end of that second paragraph nothing remains outside forgiveness and the sights are gentle only happy sights and sounds can reach the mind that has forgiven itself okay in the first 50 lessons um, and the review for lesson the review for the first 50 lessons is just impeccable in this regard it goes through uh, how I assign meaning to everything I see um, with the body's eyes of course interpretively and everything I see becomes a form of vengeance but I could give up attack thoughts he says and when I give up attack thoughts I start to understand that I am forgiven he makes a beautiful transition in lesson review lesson 57 in review lesson 57 he says I could see peace instead of this when I see the world as a place of freedom I will realize it reflects the laws of God instead of rules I made up I will understand that peace not war abides in it and I will perceive that peace also abides in the hearts of all who share this place with me why because there is another way of looking at the world when I saw the world through eyes of the ego uh, what I saw was a veil cast over direct knowledge and it persuaded me of the truth of separation I thought I was a separate person in a separate body separate from creation separate from everything but in that review lesson 57 there is another way of looking at the world I would look upon the world as it is and see it as a place where the Son of God finds his freedom giving up attack thoughts I could see peace instead of this and finally it culminates in 35 review lesson 35 my mind is part of God's I am very holy as I share the peace of the world with my brothers I begin to understand that peace comes from deep within myself and the world has taken on the light of my forgiveness and shines forgiveness back at me see I, I didn't understand it's exactly like he says in review lesson 58 when I accept the innocence 
that is myself the truth about me, I will see through understanding eyes that the holiness of the world is all I see because I can picture only thoughts I hold about myself. When I saw the world through the eyes of my ego, I saw through the eyes of my own self-condemnation, my own self-judgment, my own belief in my inadequacy, my own belief that I was separate from God. But the atonement, that one perfect splendid defense against everything, is the gift of God's mind to this mind saying, my son is holy, guiltless, innocent as myself, exactly as I created him. In love he was created, in love he does remain. When I accept that about the truth of myself, the light of my own self-forgiveness shines forgiveness back at me. Oh yes, I'll still see things, but my seeing will be lit up with the innocence of my own mind. This is the miracle that he is referring to when he says, you need but know yourself and your knowledge is complete. That's the gift of our capital identity, the identity we all share. It's impossible that God would have one tiny speck of himself that's innocent in the midst of unholiness. That's impossible, though that is what I thought I saw when I saw through the eyes of my ego. But the gift of self-forgiveness is the same as the gift of accepting the atonement for myself. It's the knowledge that God never, ever condemned anything. Nothing ever stood condemned, never stands condemned in the awareness of our source. That was something I made up. And I made it up about myself thinking I was separate. The great gift of the atonement is the single miracle in which all miracles are the same. It's the gift of equality. The gift of, of love. The love my father has for me and the love I have for my father. All the rest was a cloud of a cloud of illusion that I cast upon the world because I didn't know myself. That's what he means when he says the miracle extends without your help, but it needs you that it can be born. I'm thinking of the manual for teachers where he says, how is peace possible in this world? Peace is possible in this world because a capital T thought of God has entered. That's the totality of this gift of atonement. And that's what he means when he says, I only need apply what I have learned to my mind. The power of my learning, I'm talking in paragraph 51, the power of my learning will be proved to you. The witnesses of innocence are everywhere. It was only a mistaken idea of condemnation that caused me to see otherwise. Therefore, um, that miracle of atonement contains all miracles. When mind is forgiven itself, it's impossible 
um, to withhold forgiveness. It's just impossible to withhold forgiveness. Um, the mind that has forgiven itself is forgiven is forgiveness itself. It holds nothing against anyone because God holds nothing against that mind. This is the gift of Christ's vision. You know, it seems so very mysterious, but it's nothing more than seeing as I have been seen. Um, when I accept the forgiveness that was only in my mind and release it through my own self-forgiveness, I have accepted atonement for myself. And having accepted it for myself, I've accepted it for the world. I've accepted it for anyone I could possibly see or even think of now or ever. It works retroactively. It works proactively because we have a relationship. Christ and I. If I don't know, his mind will straighten me out every time. It works every time. And and for me, the holy instant is where that awareness was born. Um, I had to have my mind touched by the mind of God in order to understand the truth that is everywhere. And um, I'm not speaking of this as a personal thing. It's not a personal thing at all. In fact, he says um, miracles need to be impersonal, um, like without investment of ego. Um, Christ-directed miracles are always impersonal because they don't. The mind doesn't attach itself to some belief and then project it onto a person. Rather mind is clear in its own sight and when its own sight is clear that's what he means when he says who am I I am God's son shining in the reflection of his love I am the holy home of God himself that's how peace is possible in this world what I see shines forgiveness back at me because I've accepted forgiveness from myself and all my misperceptions um, can be recognized, recognized in light of that truth. That's why the forgiveness and the miracle are always hand in hand. When forgiveness lights up my mind, my perception becomes accurate and I can see in the same way I've been seen. And um, that's all I can tell you about my experience of that, except that it repeats itself over and over and over again in a very unlimited fashion. <laughs> and I think that's what he's talking about when he says healing extends um, in an impersonal way, but it's simply from the inner awareness of the truth of Christ mind becomes naturally gracious <laughs> you know anyway I can't emphasize how much this is not impersonal not personal but rather it's an awareness that awaits all of us in that holy instant um, 
when we accept atonement for ourselves. Atonement simply means we share a common capital identity of holiness. And so, um, Review Lesson 58 is very, very awesome in that regard. It says it so much better than I could. I'm complete. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, that was great. Thank you. Thank you, Lori. This is Patricia. As you talk, it always used to be a, a light, a pink kind of light coming through as she is the healing band-aid, the healing band-aid. And all day today, it's been, she is the revealing band-aid, the revealing band-aid. And I get images of these new transparent, oxygenated, you know, antibiotic band-aids that are just simply revealing what is so lovely. You're now my revealing band-aid. Thank you. Oh, Patricia. <laughs> um, I love that. That thank was you. great. This is Donna. Laurie, that was so wonderful. And I was thinking, how can I say that? Say, say all it means to me in just a simple couple of words. And what came to me is, wow, that's what you call down to heaven understanding. I am complete. Oh, dear. Well, all I can say is he talks so beautifully in the manual for teachers about the power which is in you but not of you. You know, then that's what he's talking about when he says there's two ways to see and there's two ways to hear. You know, the voice of my own self. Uh, I need to learn... um, no longer needs my investment Um, and all things become the echo of the voice for God seeing and hearing him everywhere Um, you know every lesson wants to give this awareness back to me this awareness that I thought I lost Um, this gracious state of mind and I can see in two ways. Um, oh boy, that's a good one. You can see in two ways, and what you see depends on the guide you've chosen. If you look within and see me, he says, you will only see innocence everywhere. But if I look within and call upon the ego, I'll see something entirely different, and it will be colored by um, my own sense of condemnation and blame. Um, God, there's a really good lesson for that it's lesson 312 we're coming to it pretty soon 
that lesson says, I see all things as I would have them be. Perception follows judgment. Having judged, you therefore see what you would look upon, for vision merely serves to offer you what you would have. That's the same as saying you see what you believe is there, and you believe it's there because you want it there. Um, and I can make that choice, you know. Look within and see me. You will see me everywhere. You look within and choose your guide for seeing. Um, so anyway, perception perception follows wishes. That's why um, that's why the wish to see calls down the grace of God upon your eyes and brings the gift of light that makes sight possible. Um, I want to see truth. And when that's all I want, sometimes that isn't all I want. Sometimes I want to blame. You know, I get caught up frequently. But that isn't what I want because it destroys peace. And when peace is all I want, then I want the truth and nothing but the truth. And the one who, the capital one who, uh, resides with us, will always remind me of the truth when I keep my heart and mind open for that. So, um, we're never left alone to decide by my by myself, you know. Anyway, I'm complete again. Great, thank you. Oh, I have to throw in a quick miracle. This is Patricia. I got called over to a little text, and the entire committee has put off the meeting until the 24th. Oh, can you believe the grace? Uh, even though I'm not Patricia, she's sure having fun knowing I got to till the 24th to keep listening to God and being only the love. <laughs> had to tell you. Step by step, it comes in, drop by drop. Just love what it brings us. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great, Patricia.
Well, if there are no further shares this morning, I think to um, I think to close this call from lesson one hundred and sixty-nine, and that is that lesson is by grace I live, by grace I am released, and it's so beautiful in its description of of the miracle and the holy instant the last couple paragraphs of it go like this and now we ask for grace the final gift salvation can bestow experience that grace provides will end in time for grace foreshadows heaven yet does not replace the thought of time but for a little while the interval suffices it is here that miracles are laid to be returned by you from holy instance you receive through grace and your experience to all who see the light that lingers on your face what is the face of Christ but his who went a moment into timelessness and brought a clear reflection of the unity he felt an instant back to bless the world how could you finally attain to it forever while a part of you remains outside unknowing unawakened and in need of you as witness to the truth be grateful to return as you were glad to go an instant and accept the gifts that grace provided you you carry them back to yourself and revelation stands not far behind its coming is ensured we ask for grace and for experience that comes from grace we welcome the release it offers everyone and we do not ask for the unaskable we do not look beyond what grace can give for this we can give in the grace that has been given us our learning goal today does not exceed this prayer yet in the world what could be more than what we ask this day of him who gives the grace we ask as it was given him by grace I live by grace I am released by grace I give by grace I will release the miracle needs you that it can begin amen thank you all thank you all thank you so thank grateful. you that was good thank you Lori. Yeah. thanks everybody thank you beautiful call <laughs>